Three, two, one, execute. Life is 10% what you make it and 90% how you take it. Hello, everybody. It is 615 in the, on the West Coast and 915 on the East Coast. And my name is Rick Napier, the president at 321 Biz Development located in California. And we're doing our twice per week uh, live show for small business owners to talk about their um, business practices for about five minutes, maybe a little longer if you want to. And um, the businesses at 321 Biz Dev Supports is attorneys, CPAs, dentists, plastic surgeons, insurance brokers, real estate brokers, and any traditional small business owner who has uh, unit prices or transaction prices starting around $500 and higher. And I just uh, recently spoke with a representative from a medical college. Uh, this is someone who teaches um, people how to go out and do blood draws and other type of of um, lo- uh, licensed vocational nurse activities or services. I just spoke with a representative uh, from that company down in Irvine, California. So you may get to hear the president of a medical college soon as a 321 BizDev uh, client. I also spoke with the CEO that owns a medical billing company and also a uh, what is uh, um, uh, yeah medical training company. In fact, the the this person I'm talking about right now connected me to the medical college. Uh, president. So 321 BizDev is happy to have this opportunity for uh, mainly white collar small business owners to come on and talk about their small business for about five minutes or so. And it's important that small business owners get used to talking about their businesses on the radio. In fact, I think Every time I interview someone on the 321 Biz Dev, it's like seriously 19 out of 20 uh, small business owners have never done a podcast. Uh, most have never been on the radio. Now, some have done a lot of social media videos where they talk in front of a camera, but that's different than doing a live Uh, sort of radio show where you're talking about yourself, talking about your business. And this is what your potential customers want to hear. They want to hear more about you than what a radio show, like say like a radio show in Orlando or Buffalo or Seattle. Uh, They want to know more about you than that 30 seconds or 60 second ads that the radio station may produce for, you know, for you, you know, things such as, you know, buy from Karen. Karen is a top chiropractor in Metro Seattle. And, uh, you know, if you got back pains, shoulder pains, you know, neck pains, please call Karen at area code four, two, five, X, 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 
XXXX. And so that's what most people hear on a radio. But, you know, my research and my experience tells me that um, when white collar small business owners who sell items at $1,000 and higher, because white collar small business owners, you know what your services cost. You know, if you are an estate planning attorney, you know what your services cost. If you're a dentist and you're doing Invisalign or if you're doing implants, you know what your services cost. And the same thing for plastic surgeons, you know, the tummy tucks and the breast implants and, the, you know, some of the uh, the uh, things you do with the nose. I think that's called rhinoplasty, I think. I used to work in the, the health insurance industry, so I'm, I'm very familiar with a lot of medical terminology. And uh, so, you know, white collar small business owners, you know how much your services cost. And it's, you know, it's not that easy to encourage someone to spend five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars in a 30 second ad. And the research that I have found from consumer behavioral psychologists say that um, people, they want to know more about their small business owners that they're about to give, you know, five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars to. And that's what the research shows. The research shows that um, it's about, I think it was 73 percent of people. And this is from several uh, PhDs that have written papers on consumer behavioral um, psychology. 73 percent of people based on their research uh, most people love to, they want to talk to the person. They want to get to know the, you know, the business owner who's, who, who they are about to give, you know, $10,000, $15,000 to. And, uh, and so doing a radio, sh doing a radio show, like a live show like this is very com comfortable to being on the radio in your local community. With the exception, you don't have maybe 50,000 people listening to you. Um, you have the, well, some of the other benefits are some of the other benefits are you get a link after we complete the show, which means you get to share the link with, you know, future contacts and prospects. And the reason why doing a, um, a show like this one is that you don't have to repeat yourself over and over again. So if you meet someone and they say, well, tell me all about Margaret. Well, Margaret can just send this link. And just to let people know the links we have that we can create uh, for our shows, the links are audio and they can be video. If you want to do a personalized show that last about 20 minutes, we can, you can talk about your, your practice, um, you know, showing your face, your voice in your office. You can take, um, you can take your mobile device. And if you want to walk around and show people your office, you can do that. Um, you can invite staff members to say hello 
if you have staff members that want to say hello so that the um, potential customers can see the staff. I mean, the, the, this, the age of technology is so fantastic. However, technology alone, which means the Facebooks, the Instagrams, the Twitters, and just website marketing, uh, it's not the ideal, it's not the, uh, the icing on the cake, so to speak. The icing on the cake is the person. And it, it, has, it has always been the person. It has always been the person that, that moves uh, people to take action. And it's either through persuasion, it's, it's through, I like this person. Uh, it's through the business owner listening. You know, I heard this, I heard this saying that we have two ears and one mouth. And the reason why we have two ears and one mouth is because we're supposed to listen more than we talk. Otherwise, we would we would have two mouths. I'm not sure how that would look, <laughs> but um, yeah. So it's very very important that you connect with the people, and uh, when people get to see your face, when people get to see your 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 facial expressions, when people connect your personal story with your profession they are multiple times more likely to want to do business with you now the the other thing i want to talk about is what are some of the talk topics that we will discuss on the 321 biz development live radio show well we can talk about whatever you want to talk about uh 321bizdev has a uh, gosh, I want to say now a unofficial 10 year track record, but a seven year track record of being in business, working with uh, small business owners to help them with sales systems and business development. And uh, people may not be familiar with sales systems and business development. I recall about maybe six years ago, I met an attorney from uh, Northeast Florida, I think it was uh, St. Augustine area. And we were chatting on the phone and he basically said, when he finished, when he was going through law school, there was never a business development class. In other words, no one taught him how to take, uh, you know, no one taught him how to, how to, how to, um, how to formally take a, a potential law client through some type of process so that he, he would have an 80% probability of closing. So he said he had no idea of how to do that. Now, the guy was brilliant as a lawyer. I mean, he worked at a, at a top law, I mean, he owned a top law firm after he worked for a top law firm. He was like in his mid to late thirties. So, so the guy was awesome, but he admitted, he goes, if he could do this all over again, he would have taken more, um, you know, marketing classes, public relation classes, and, you know, and, and sales classes. Ooh, and I said a bad word. I said this bad word called sales. And I, I tell you, you know, when I first, when I first connected with, um, uh, attorneys, CPAs, dentists, plastic surgeons, 
the insurance brokers and real estate brokers had a better time dealing with the word sales. They considered themselves salespeople. But the attorneys, CPAs, and dentists, plastic surgeons, they did not consider themselves salespeople. And it was a shocker when I said, yes, you are. You, you are a salesperson, you know, Mr. Attorney, Miss Attorney. You are a salesperson, you know, Mr. CPA, Miss Dentist, Miss Plastic Surgeon. Yes, you are. And the reason why those four pro professions are salespeople is because they move a product or service from, from their companies to another person. And that's the definition of sales. The definition of sales is uh, you have a product or service that someone wants. Uh, you connect with someone and they say, I like the product. I like the price. I need it. Here's my money. And that is the definition of sales. And some people say, well, I'm a consultant. I'm not a salesperson. Same thing. If money is transferred uh, for your consulting services to provide to someone else, then you are a salesperson. So with that said, that is one of the reasons why a lot of um, white collar small business owners have this, um, there's this, there's this block that exists in the business. And the block is, I am not a salesperson. I am an attorney. I am a CPA. I am a dentist or a plastic surgeon, but I am not a salesperson. That is a, that is a huge block because if white collar, small business owners do not consider themselves salespeople, then uh, psychologically, there is no need to know how to sell. And I can, and I can relate. I can relate to it. I, I recall, I think it was in the mid to late nineties, really probably the mid nineties, because I started working as an operation manager at a fortune 500 company at uh, like 91, 92. And then I went to work and got a, a position as an account executive and then a sales manager about the mid to late nineties. So I recall it was the early nineties where I found myself going to a meeting to some type of uh, network marketing meeting, some type of, you know, uh, join our team and, and sell our product and, um, you know, and, and sell this product and, and find three other people to, to join the group, which I didn't have a problem with the, the structure. But what I did find out was that I was intimidated by people, even though I was, uh, you know, even in the 90s, I was I was pretty close to making six figures in the 1990s, where today six figures is is quite common, especially here on the West Coast and maybe New York and maybe some parts of Florida. I was already uh, approaching the six figure income bracket, you know, when I was gosh, in my, my mid thirties. And, but I was intimidated to talk to people, to talk to strangers. And I recall this guy who's, um, he was a piano teacher and his wife was a school teacher. 
and they lived in San Francisco. And we met in, in some suburb of San Francisco in the San Francisco Bay Area. And we met at a fast food restaurant. And this guy, he came up to me and he was, you know, dressed. He was a, an Italian guy and he was dressed up and he asked me this question. He goes, Rick, are you open to other ways of making money? And, you know, being a corporate person and, you know, just finishing up or getting close to finishing the economics degree. I said to myself, I would be uh, dumb to say no. So I just said, yes, I am open. And so that led us to, to meeting and talking. And I recall he came to my house to have a meeting with some friends of mine. And I did not invite anybody. And so he said, no problem. This happens a lot. <laughs> and uh, he, we stood out in the middle of the street about 10 o'clock at night in this California community. And he said, Rick, you have everything that it takes to be successful in anything that you want to do. And he got in his car and drove off. And I was still standing in the street at about 10, 15 at night. You know, clear, clear night. The stars were out. So I'm looking up. I'm like, man, but that was my first epiphany about um, contacting people. I said to myself, I have this this powerful job during the daytime. What you mean to say I can't say hello to to individuals in my community, people I see at the bookstore, people I see at the coffee shop. So that that hit me hard. And I eventually, you know, got out of that rut. So what I'm trying to say, uh, listeners, is that if if you think if you think you're, you that sales is not a part of your business as an attorney, as a CPA, as a dentist, as a plastic surgeon, we can help you get over that. Three, two, one, biz dev can help you get over that that obstacle because you are a sales per person. And if you are a salesperson, there are things that sales people do to build, to grow their businesses, regardless if you are a, an attorney that went to Stanford university or Columbia university, or if you are like my, my Navy friend, he has a moving business. He has a moving business and and uh, he's also a financial representative, but he has a moving business that he that he started about 10 years ago. He's almost out because his back is hurting. I help him maybe once a month just when he has when he has uh, a need for extra help. But, you know, he he had some hurdles to overcome being a big time Navy guy, you know, doing a bunch of big Navy things. You know, he thought he could, you know, pretty much muscle uh, people into being insurance clients. And we had so we had to have a discussion about that. So, in other words, this obstacle of, of being in sales is not uh, um, it's it's a it's an obstacle obstacle that can be overcome. But it's a super huge um, deterrent for growing your business. For not believing in, in that you're a salesperson. So I've talked about this sales thing for a while. So 
as, as I close today's pod, today's radio show, it's almost like a podcast episode. Um, I want to say that in order for you to become proficient in this front end piece, and I, I've said this, I, I started using front end piece about a year ago because if you are an attorney, you know what to do. Same things for the CPAs, the dentists. If you are a plastic surgeon, you know what to do. You know how to perform the tummy tuck. You know how to perform the breast enlargement or the uh, breast downsizing. You know how to do that because you went to school for all those years. Same thing for the insurance brokers and the real estate brokers. You know insurance uh, practices and, and laws and how how insurance policies work. You know how to sell a house. You know the laws of the state of California, the state of New York, the state of Florida, the state of Texas. You know what to do when a person shows up and says, I want to buy a house. I want an insurance policy. I want a, uh, a nose job. Rhinoplasty. I need my teeth straightened. I need my books looked at. I need us. I need someone to manage my my books. I've been doing it myself, and it's too much work. I, you know, I person shows up. I I got a DUI. You know, I hit somebody in my car, or I got hit by somebody in my car. You know, I I want to I want a, a trust set up for my state. You know how to do those things. But then there's the front end piece. The front end piece is 180 degrees different than what you know how to do already. And that front front end piece has components. And, And you have to do all five of those components, or at least four of them. The fifth one is a is optional, but I think you would want to do the fifth option because the fifth option drives the growth of your of your business without you doing a lot of work. So let's go through them quickly. The first one is contacting. To contact someone is the start of your front end uh, piece, the front end process of growing your business. In the formal sales world, we call that the sales funnel. I know people do not like hearing that word. And the reason why I know they don't like hearing it, the words sales funnel, because it is so scary. It's like the introduction of, I don't want to do that. Oh no, sales funnel. Oh no, I know what that means. That means I have to um, formally get into some type of process of contacting people. Yeah, people do not like that word sales funnel. I know I didn't like it. I didn't like it when I was in San Jose working with this company um, as a financial services rep. And if you don't know anything about San Jose and Silicon Valley, it's probably the richest area in the country where all the homes are at least a million dollars. Most of the people make like three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars a year, you know, average, and then some more than that. Um, so when you when you're talking about a wealthy area, all the numbers are big. 
And before I finish out with the five front end pieces, I'll tell you this quick story. I was working for this company that was about four blocks from Yahoo, the big, you know, Yahoo company and another uh, probably a mile and a half from from Google. And, and then, of course, Apple was, was about five miles away. So I'm like at this meeting and this guy, he was talking about, yeah, well, we're selling financial services products, you know, three million, five million, ten million dollars. That's the that's the, uh, the the plan, the death benefit, the 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 target market, you know, that we're that we serve. And so he goes, OK, for a five million dollar policy that that's only nine hundred and twenty dollars per month. And I'm going, what? Nine hundred and twenty dollars per month that someone's going to pay, you know, for 10, 20, 30 years or, you know, at least so they're ready to to cash in their retirement plan. That number stunned me that someone would pay nine hundred and twenty dollars, you know, fourteen hundred dollars a month. You see, I just wasn't that I, I was I was thinking I was not the guy to sell something to someone at fourteen hundred dollars a month, a financial services product. Now, did I did I uh, was I around big numbers in corporate America? Yes. My largest account in corporate America was two hundred and twenty five dollars per month. It was a um, Southern California County employer that purchased health insurance for their company. Their monthly premium for all their employees was two hundred and twenty five thousand dollars per month. And I was the guy that set that up and I closed that county employer. So for some reason, transitioning from corporate America to, you know, working as an independent financial services rep, there was something missing. And I found out what it was on the independent side, which includes today's uh, private practice attorneys, CPAs, dentists, plastic surgeons, insurance brokers, and real estate brokers. There was no sales system. This guy that I was working with, this this company that I was working with, uh, just a few blocks away from Yahoo and about three miles from the hub of Silicon Valley, did not have a sales system for the reps, for the independent uh, financial services representatives, did not have a sales system. And I did not know that at that time, but as I progressed in in my own business and uh, having uh, some successes and having a lot of failures, I figured it out. And I'll tell the story of how I figured it out on Wednesday. But the remaining pieces of the front end piece, I've already mentioned contacting. The second one is prospecting. The third one is appointment setting. The fourth is closing. And the fifth is getting zero cost referrals. Those are the five front end sales components of a sales system. And 321BizDev, we have mastered uh, the, 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 the ability to communicate those sales systems to small business owners. So I just want to close by saying, whoa, what was that?
Well, I can delete that. I just want to close by saying uh, Mondays, we start at 6.15 on the West Coast, which is 9.15 on the East Coast. And on Wednesdays, we start at 7.15 on the uh, West Coast, which is really 10.15 on the East Coast. Now, you, now, people from the East Coast and the West Coast, you can call in at whatever time you want. I was just trying to make it easy for West Coast people on Wednesdays to call in at 7.15 and also make it convenient for East Coast people to call in at their 9.15, which is uh, 6.15 here on the West Coast. So on Wednesdays, on Wednesday, this next coming, this upcoming Wednesday, we will talk more about uh, different sales system components. And please feel free to call in to the show with the number that if you see the number, um, I'll, I'll make sure I put the number in the uh, podcast or the show description for those who are listening and do not know the number. But if you are connected with 321BizDev on uh, Instagram or Twitter, the number is there. So anyway, this this is a, a wrap up of today's show, our first live 321BizDev show. My telephone number is on the West Coast is 415-465-1700. And on the East Coast, it's 917-580-8900. I think that's it. (laughs) I'm sure that's it. Anyway, take care. Make it a great day. And please check out 321BizDev. Talk about your business for about five minutes. And And let's uh, do well in this 2022. Take care and make it a great day.